How's that? How okay, better? let's do a test. One yes. or two, right. One, two, one, two, one, two. Three, four. <laughs> Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit, David. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Um, this is a, a great honour. I mean, I, I met you last year, I think it was at a planning meeting for the Darwin Festival last year. That's right. And we had a, a quite a good chat and um, things absolutely exploded for us at the Shoes with Biscuit and um, I've never been able to nail you down for an interview. I mean, uh, so this is this is great. So thank you for joining me. Um, I, I mentioned um, we spoke to Marion from um, Friends from the Flax Mill yesterday and yes. we spoke to Bibbs from the Civic Society and yes. I did mention that you were coming on the show mm. um, and they were like, oh, he's a great guest to have on. So I was really excited to, for today. Um, let's chat about you though, David. Uh, um, are you a Shrewsbury guy through and through? Were you born here or are you from Shrewsbury? No, I'm, I'm a recent immigrant. I've only been here for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you originate from then? I come from London. Oh, okay, okay. What was that like then, take, taking the step from the big city to, to Shrewsbury? Well, I spent quite a bit of my life working abroad, so I hadn't got a very strong attachment to London. Okay. And when I retired, my wife and I decided we didn't want to spend the rest of our life in London, and we looked to see where we should come. And I have a daughter who lives in Shrewsbury, and she was very manipulative and send, sending us um, <laughs> estate agents brochures and so on so this is where we we settled and we fortunate enough to have a house in the, in the center of Shrewsbury which is very easy for us as you grow older we don't have to we can walk to the shops into the station and that sort of thing yeah and since then we've we really enjoyed living in Shrewsbury becoming a small part of Shrewsbury life it is and, and your, your name I mean uh, you do a lot of great things here. Um, so you, you are part of the, the Friends for the Museum, that's right? That's right, That's yes. right. So what does that entail then? What's that all about? Well, the Friends of the Museum is basically a support um, organisation that provides that, that exists to provide su- support for the, for the museum. In, in, in the case of funds, we help them financially as far as we can by putting on events and by having members who pay money. We organise um, talks and lectures and um, um, uh, visits to <coughs> various places of interest. Yeah. We can also act as advocates for the museum. We can say things that the museum staff would find it difficult to say in terms of trying to defend a, a of a funding um, stream or whatever else it may be. And when the museum has been um, under pressure in terms of getting funds, we've been able to try to get a bit of support for it. So that, that's helped. But it's not. It's it's, it's, I think it's important to the museum, and the museum would, would um, um, say that. I mean, last year we managed to give support to the museum to the tune of £27,000. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. That's fantastic. And what does that bring in, then? Well, to keep the lights on? Uh, it, it, well, we had some very generous donations, which enabled us to do that, but basically it helped us to support the um, uh, two of the... Um, uh, exhibitions that they put on to um, so, so support the art competition in the summer of 2019 and to support one or two smaller activities as well and support some of their educational work. But that was exceptional. I don't think we would normally manage to um, <laughs> contribute at that, at, at, at that rate. 
Um, I mean, the the the, the drawn of the dead, uh, the 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 Charlie Adlard exhibition they had on there was it drawn of the dead? Yeah, we put nine thousand pounds into that. That is amazing. It's, I, I always think it is one of the most cool things I've ever seen a museum do. <laughs> like, like let's yeah. do zombies for a bit. Yes. But Char- Charlie's a, a standout character for sure. Mm. It kind of makes sense to try and encourage people to Indeed. be to be yes. the next Charlie Adlard. Mm. How do you find the the funding to come across? Is it easy some years, hard some years? Yeah. Well, we rely basically on um, people's generosity. Okay. Uh, f- I mean, people have to join the friends, they pay a subscription, and that mm-hmm. gives us a small income, yeah. which some of which um, is used to pay running costs and the rest goes to support the museum in, in various ways. But we've been lucky in that we have um, been given some generous gifts and, uh, over the years. We, we, uh, we've also... I had one or two um, uh, donors who've been very generous because I think they've realised the insignificance of the work that we've been carrying out. And we've had one or two fundraising events which have been um, quite good. A few years ago, we organised a, a group to go on the zip wire at Blanau Festiniog. Four of us braved this enormous um, descent on, <laughs> on, on flimsy-looking wires and we raised about three and a half thousand pounds. That's amazing. That's so cool. Uh, by by getting by, by by crowdfunding and getting uh, support from friends and um, various donations and so on. And when we've helped, to, when we bought things like pictures, we've been able to get one to support from trusts and outside organisations. So that's that. Uh, I think we've been quite important to the museum over the years. Yeah, and uh, listening to these ideas and the, the things that you've done, it, it seems to me like you guys are constantly thinking outside the box. What's something fresh and new that we can do to to bring in a bit of a bit of bit of dough for the 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 museum? Is that quite fun? Looking for new exciting things to do? Um, it's difficult. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's fun or not, I don't know. But I mean, no. I mean, various people come up with ideas. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not all us. It's not all yeah, me. Yeah. But we are. Um, we're, we're quite receptive to people having new ideas and, and, and trying to help them. That that that, that, that is important. And the, the Darwin lecture, which we're talk, going to talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. which is something we've been involved with significantly for the last all. Um, 10 years or so um, is actually a, a, a quite a good fundraiser for us as well as well as, well as giving people a very good um, a, a, an interesting afternoon on a wet uh, February Sunday afternoon well, your your Darwin exhibition um, for the Darwin festival is is one of the is one of the uh, the, the standout events of, of the festival I mean it does really well doesn't it it does really exceedingly well well we've been very fortunate in the last few years we've had a, a full houses at, at the Walker Theatre so we've had up to 250 people um, turning up for a lecture and the same is true this year I think it's virtually sold out already and there's another three weeks to go that's fantastic. So, so talk people, uh, tell people sort of what happens at these lectures. Who do you get to come and speak on on behalf of you guys? We we invite um, external lecturers from um, a, a, a range of sources, uh, quite often from um, universities and departments of science education or whatever it is. People who've got a particular interest in Darwin and Darwin's um, achievements and Darwin's life, and we have tried to arrange a, a series of lectures which talk. Uh, um, 
talk in one way about Darwin, Darwin's achievements within, um, uh, you know, in, in, in his actual work, in yes. terms of his yeah. work on evolution, in his work on in, in a whole range of subjects that he was involved with over the sort of 40, 50 years of his active life. And we also get people to talk about the area around Darwin. I mean, we had a... I had a talk about three years ago about Alexander von Humboldt, who was a great uh, German explorer who who explored mainly in South in South America and wrote m- many of the um, articles which Darwin drew on at a at a at a, at a later stage. Um, we've had uh, we've had talks about um, predecessors to Darwin. We've had talks about Darwin and Wallace because, as you know, Darwin and Alfred R- Russell Wallace were both came up with the theory of evolution at around about the same time. Yeah. And the, the, the story about their work together and their contribution. It's not really controversial, but Darwin got a lot of the credit, and uh, but Wallace came up with the same ideas in, <laughs> in, in, in much the same time over over a much shorter period of observation. Uh, and this is the before the days of uh, you know that kind of uh, when you throw something on the computer on the internet. There's a there's a date there for who came up with it first. I guess that was the copyright. Well, well, Darwin, uh, Darwin, Wallace sent a, a, a draft of a paper that he prepared to Darwin, and Darwin suddenly realised that Wallace and he were working along <laughs> the same lines. Wallace was actually living and working in, in Indonesia at the time. And so what Darwin uh, arranged for was that uh, the, uh, they would do a joint paper, and he had to hurry up and get his research carried out, because Darwin was a very slow and careful man. He spent uh, years looking at all the evidence and putting it all together. I mean, if you, if you read The Origin of Species, it's an enormous book. And um, so the, uh, the initial idea about evolution was put forward in a joint paper by Darwin and Wallace at the Linnaean Society in 1859. And um, it, it all went on from there. Yeah, and, and now the rest is history. So, what have you learned over the years of doing these lectures? Because I mean, it's both it's, it's, it's the same sort of, um, sort of subject, but kind of, like you said, different parts of, of that subject. Kind of, you know. Di- well, I, I've tried to find people who can present a slightly different point yeah, of view yeah, yeah. each year because you have people talking about the same thing over yeah. and over again. People get a bit sort of tired of that. Yeah. And there's so much uh, Darwin. Uh, Darwin thought influenced people in so many different ways yeah. of life. Um, so there's a, there's an awful lot that has already been talked about. And there are a number of other, other lecture ideas that um, will come up. I'm f- I'm sure in future years. Well, your ticket sells a testament to kind of how interesting you guys keep it. So. Well, we try to we we ask our lecturers to talk to a to a general audience. There are people there who know an awful lot about Darwin. There are an awful lot of people, an awful lot of people who won't necessarily know very much. So you can't be too technical, but you can't be too general. You have to be, you have to sort of strike a balance in, in, the, in the way in which you present a lecture. So it's presentable to, to a, a general audience, but at the same time, it is a, it's a serious talk. And that, and that seems to have worked. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And what's the date of this of the, this it's, year? Um, Sunday the sixteenth of February. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the, it's the uh, Sunday the sixteenth of February, two thirty. Um, and there's still some tickets going. I guess they're selling well, quickly. Well, when I looked um, at the website this morning, I think there were 
less than 10 tickets left. Wow, well done, well done. That's well, there'll be, a, there'll be a waiting list, which is a, which is a nice thing, but I, I wish we could actually get to a bigger venue, but the only problem is, of course, that if you go into the auditorium at um, Theatre 7, then it's a, a, that's a different kettle of fish. Quite pricey. <laughs> we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to afford that, and we would run at a loss. <laughs> and since part of the idea is to make a bit of money to support the museum, we, Absolutely. we, we do have to keep an eye on the costs. And how is it affecting you guys to have because I'm you got the free entry to the museum on the on the 14th and 16th is that going to be good for you guys um, well we the friends people who are members of the friends now have free entry to the museum ooh, thr- throughout the year of oh, course cool. so we that's a, that's an arrangement we came to with the museum so it's one of the advantages of being a friend and it's a way in which the museum uh, recognizes the contribution that the friends have made so it won't make any difference to us but we very much hope that People who come in to the museum on, on, on over that weekend will find it a really rich and rewarding experience, and will want to come again, and perhaps will want to join the friends. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, it's, it's this this uh, this festival is all about innovation and, and inspire, inspiring young people, I guess, to go out there and be the next Darwin. So, well, it's, I think it's a very good festival because it does operate at different levels, yeah. and it's something something to say for, for for children, young children, or secondary school children. Um, it's something for the general public, and it's also for people who people have got a more specialised interest. Yeah. I mean, and, like, it's, it's and the organisers have done, I think, very well in, in in preserving the Darwin focus, but at the same time, uh, broadening its sight. There's a, there's a lot of people who have a, quite a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the the Young Thinkers Award. Um, I, I mm. spoke to them uh, last night. This, yeah. so we can come along because they're designing uh, an emblem for a flag, which is great. Mm. Um, which is something different because last year they had the the essays that they had to write. Um, um, you know, the, the the place where they would take Darwin, um, if they could take him on a holiday. Um, that's going to be good. And the um, the Shrewsbury School Darwin collection as well, where they're going to bring out the uh, first issues of of Origin of Species and things mm. like that. That's going to be interesting. That should be very interesting. Yes, yes. And if you're interested in the uh, the, the association the school had with Darwin, they've got a wonderful collection of material. Yeah. Yes, yeah. which isn't often available to see, I'm afraid. But um, this time it will be. <laughs> what else are you guys? Are, is it just the 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 talk that you guys are doing at the the seven, or is there more things that you've got planned? No, we're not doing anything more in the Darwin Festival. No, and we do a, we do we do a regular series of lectures and talks within the museum, which is available to to friends and also available to the general public if they want to come. But they'd have to pay a small charge. Of course. The of problem course. is that the, we, the museum is the obvious venue to have it, but there's a limited amount of space in in, in the museum, yeah, so there's yeah. not an awful lot of work. Of, of room for people who are not our members. But we've had some very successful talks, and this year we had, a, 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 last year in, in, in the autumn, we had a series of three lectures by Dr. Nigel Baker, who, who you'll probably know. Do you know about Nigel Baker? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, well, he, gonna... he is a person who's more about the archaeology of Shrewsbury than anybody else. Wow. And he's written, he's written a book on it, which um, I will... Um, that you have a title of it, but it's, it's, it's a book for. Um, but he he talks very interestingly about about um, Shrewsbury. It could be underground Shrewsbury or medieval Shrewsbury or even uh, the, the Shrewsbury from the river. Yeah. And he does talks and so on. And, and he does talks and he does he does walks. And the walks are all, we did we did two walks this this um, autumn, and they were completely sold out more or less even before we advertised them. Fantastic! Mm-hmm. I love to get him on the show. I love things that I love to look because even though I've never heard, you know, I don't I I I love learning. 
And that's why I do this show because I yeah. every time yeah. I speak to someone new, I, I learn something new. Uh, and uh, Shrewsbury's are full of surprises as well. I mean, like the the hole they just dug up with the 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 basement up on um, St John's Hill. Yeah. Um, things like that that people are, are not, they weren't aware of, but now they are. You know, there's it's there, and mm. I bet Shrewsbury's come up with new finds all the time. Well, yeah. Well, Nigel Baker did a dig on the in, in the on the lawn out front outside the. Um, Outside the castle last summer. Yes, yes. You you know about about that. I remember because I was at the Camera Beer Festival. I was covering that and uh, one of the archaeologists came in and I tried to get an interview with him, but I'd had a few drinks of beer. <laughs> and I, was, I remember just shouting down the microphone. Oh, well, well, they they did a they did a big splash in the um, in the Chronicle about it. Yes, yes. Um, it, or possibly the Shropshire Star. It was all which, over the place. It was place, all over yeah, the place. But yeah. to get him to talk about that would be actually quite interesting. And um, um, they may. I think he's trying to get some funding to do a, a follow-up excavation as well. Um, so what was his name again? Sorry, Doctor Nigel Baker. Nigel Baker. Nice. Um, I will. I'm going to get in touch because I think he'd be great to have on on the on the on the biscuit because we like doing that. I mean, yesterday uh, the couple of talks we did with with Marion and. Um, and Bibbs, yes. uh, it's fascinating. I, mm. I, I love history. Mm. We've uh, we had a, a, a reenactment group. They do the Battle of Shrewsbury. Yeah. Get in touch with us, and mm. they were like, "Would you like?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." Because I feel like uh, it's one of those sort of podcasts you can pick up when you want to just learn a little bit, you know, casually. Well, there, there are a lot of people around who can tell you quite a lot about um, about Shrewsbury, and there's a lot of uh, written material as well which yes. you can look at if you yes. want to go down that line. We've had uh, Stan Sedman on a couple of times, yes. and he's a brilliant guy. Yes. He knows yes. what he's talking about. And Ron Morgan, we've had on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think it's fascinating. Um, what do you think the the, the goal for the, the Darwin Festival is? That you know, what are we trying to achieve with this? Well, you're working over such a wide area, but yeah. I think in principle, you're hoping to give people a wider knowledge of the life and achievements of, of Darwin. Absolutely, put it very generally, but that's really what you can say but I mean I hope that it will give inspiration to people over, over in, in a wide range of ages and particularly <laughs> particularly kids yeah um, it's important they know something about that and that's what I like about it because the, last year you could go to um, a lecture about um, I don't know uh, greenhouse gases and yeah. learn about you know the intricate sciences of, of mm, that mm. or you can go to something fun you yes. know and I like that. Um, yes. And it's all about going outside your comfort zone sometimes. If you're not mm. an in- intellectual that's not really interested in mm. lectures, you should, you should still try it because, you know, you find yourself, all that, all that um, information just being absorbed into you, you know, yeah. before yeah. you know it, yeah. You, yeah. you've learned. Um, so well, let's talk a bit about the, the, the friends of the museum now, about what you've got. Have you guys got some things coming up this year that you might want to talk about? No, we, we, we run a series of programmes. Our, our, our season finishes around about Easter. Uh, okay. we're, we're at the moment, we've got a, a, the um, curator of the, of the Coalport Museum yeah. in, in, in Ironbridge, Kate Cadman, talking about um, um, iron, um, ceramics in the Ironbridge um, Museum, um, in the Ironbridge Valley, and she's actually going to do a demonstration, a physical demonstration of some of the techniques involved in, in making the ceramics um, next Wednesday. But I think that um, lecture is already pretty fully booked. 
<laughs> which isn't surprising. <laughs> She's a very good talker. If people did want to find out more information about what's going on, where can they go? Is there, is there they, a website? They, got... they can either go to the website, uh, which is a Friends of, of, of Shrewsbury Museum and Art Gallery, Yes. or they can um, go to the Visitor Information Centre in the, in the entrance to the museum, where they can find out information and also get a brochure giving details of how they can join. Yeah, I, I love the museum. I think it's one of the nicest buildings because you've got you've got so much warmth. Um, the, the tour, that, that little uh, shop uh, where, like where you said, um, they're very nice people. Really nice people. Yeah. I, I went in with a poster. I was like, "Can you put my poster up?" So, how, how many things uh, in the museum you've seen in a museum really uh, attract you? What do you think are important things being shown in the museum? Um, I, I, I just get absorbed. You see, like when I look at things, I like I feel like emotion from it. Sounds really weird. You know, but I what, like to... What sort of things give you emotion, Alex? What, um, did, you see the, did you see the little exhibition that was done on the Morrison Co? You know, the Morris firm, which is so well-known in Shrewsbury. They, they had a, put an exhibition of what the Morris um, organisation organization looked like in the 19th century. And that wow. was that was, well. That was in a few months ago. Did you go and see it? I haven't been to the museum yeah. in a long time. But you love museums, but you don't go to museums. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm being serious. If you love museums, then you bloody well support Shoot. museums. Yes. yes. And it's all very well to say you love museums, but keep an eye on what they do and what they do. And I mean, there's some lovely museums around here. Yeah. You know, not only Shrewsbury, but there's the whole Ironbridge Gorge has got a whole. The, the British, British, it's one of the most important museums in Britain in terms of uh, for the British industrial history i love that place we go there every every summer we do mm. we, i mean i try to get out as much as i can um and you're, you're right i should absolutely go more you should uh, take your kids as well yeah we love that and yeah. i'm going to be taking advantage of the free the, the free weekend mm. and also encouraging people to go myself you are right mm. um because i think shrewsbury is one of the most important towns because of because of Darwin and because of the, the notable characters we've had here but Bliss Hill as well I mean I tell people all the time like if you own a piece of something you you know that's where that all began the industrial revolution it became building things en masse and um, it's such an amazing immersive place to go and it's yeah, I love it yeah so Bliss Hill is fine I mean it is a, it's a, it is a place which um, people are encouraged to, to visit with children and so on and, and take advantage of the of, of, of everything you can do there the Victorian shops and yeah. the walks and the yeah. canal and so on but there are uh, about eight other museums in Ironbridge which um, look in more detail at different aspects of the Industrial Revolution you can buy the little passport can't you and you, can, oh, you can buy a passport yeah. for, and do all you can't do them but there's one museum which, which specialises in clay pipe making, yeah, um, yeah. which was something everybody did in the 19th century, and uh, that's 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 a little. Oh, it's that's a um, try and remember the name of the, the place. Just not Buildwas, the place on the other side. Um, um. <laughs> come on, anyway, we'll forget that bit. Yeah. But it's also got the museum, the gorge, and it's got the old furnaces that, mm. uh, that we use, the blast furnaces and so on. No, not the blast furnaces, uh, they hadn't got around to blast furnaces, but where they actually uh, melted down and, and created the steel. It's got the, it's got the Iron Bridge, which was the first of its of type course, in the yeah. world, yeah. which has just been restored rather controversially with the, with, the red, with, paint. With red, red paint, which... Um, People are saying, was that the original colour or was it not? And um, so on and so on. What do you so think? Where do you stand on that one? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
Uh, opinion is divided on it. I think I will, I, I will stay on it. <laughs> stay on the fence. I like it whatever, I like it whatever colour it is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Um, are you excited about the flax mill? What are they doing at the flax I mill? I think very excited about the flax mill, yes. yes. I think I'm, I don't know enough about it. I want to go and find out a bit more. Um, but we've been watching it from afar, and I think that's going to be an enormous contribution to to, to Shrewsbury's cultural offerings yeah. once it gets going. And uh, I wish it every success. I love that it's going to be like a hybrid of, of kind of like a museum type building, and then up, 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 upstairs you've got the offices for the innovation and and bringing you know new businesses and and ideas and to Shrewsbury. I love that. That's yeah, just really exciting. Yeah, yeah, really exciting yeah. to me. No, it is. It's a, it's a very exciting project. Mm. I, do hope, I do hope it's successful. Mm. And help, it will obviously have an effect on that area in the Ditherington area as well to have such a, a prominent build, building to focus on okay. and bring more people into the area, which mm. is good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, we're so rich in history, it might as well celebrate it. Um, well, look, thank you very much for joining me on the show. This has been really nice. And I'll, I'll take on board what you said. I will. I'm going to start supporting the, the museum more. And you guys should do. Um, make sure you, you get to the museum. Um, check it out every... How, how often do, should people go to a museum, do you think? Well, it's it's difficult. I mean, most, most um, people would perhaps go once or twice to uh, have a look at it. Yes. And then they might go again when they've got visitors or friends or something like that. But I mean, they they possibly ought to go when there's a, something new to see, and, yes. there, and there's a regular program of exhibitions which you can find out by looking at the museum website, yeah. and which is kept up to date and and um, which has a whole series of interesting things on. And also, don't forget the permanent collection. One of the things that people do at exhibi- go to exhibitions and look at whatever it is, they just walk past all the interesting things which are available permanently. <laughs> That's particularly true with art exhibitions. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely, and I, I mean, I think maybe this 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 weekend that that that, that is free um, might actually spark something in some people because if you've never been to a if you're not really a big fan of museums, go and have a look because this might spark a bit of something. Well, I think it's, a, yeah, I think yes, you're quite right. I think I. I I and many other people think the museum should be free anyway. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of museums in the country are. It used, to be uh, when it used to be a donation when I used to go. Uh, you can still make a donation if you want to, but you have to have to pay as well. Yeah. Well, a lot of museums are, are free. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I mean, to be fair to, Shros- to Shropshire Council, it hasn't got the money to, um, no. to, to, to allow for free entry. Yeah. And that's a pity, but we understand the situation. We hope that the day will come when they are a bit better financed. Yeah, I, I love taking it. My little boy's two, he's five, um, so he's not quite got the, the history buzz yet. He's not quite mm. old enough. <laughs> but I've tried taking him to, we've been to the Natural History Museum in London, one of my favourite places yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've been around the, the museums in, in Liverpool. I think we went there to the one weekend just to do museums. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this well, is going to be great. Well, the museum here has got a, actually a very good collection. It's got a very yeah. good collection of yeah. local, local materials and some stuff which is really of national significance as well. So yeah. it's 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 so worth it, worth a visit. Absolutely, not more than one too. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I, I, I wish you luck on. I don't need to wish you luck. You guys are selling quicker than the uh, Shrewsbury Liverpool tickets. <laughs> 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 so I, you know, thank you so much for your contribution. You know, you're doing such a good job, and, and um, you know, I wish you all the best well thank you very much thanks i've enjoyed we, being here we will we'll get you on to talk um talk about um what we were just talking about before the show as well we'll, okay. we'll help you as much as we can well um, there may be others too i'm not yeah. necessarily the right person to do everything <laughs> 
Well, look, thank you very much, guys, okay. for, for listening to this. I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor before we end here. Um, our sponsors are Gin Different. Um, have you been to Gin Different, David, um, up in the market hall? No. They sell um, different wide variations of gin. Mm. Um, and um, they've got a bar up in, in, up in the market hall. Okay. Uh, and um, if you're you know, a big fan of gin, you might want to check it out because they've got right. amazing different gins from all I'll, I'll have a look. <laughs> Um, so yeah check them out on Instagram and on Facebook and uh, yeah thank you guys for listening to this episode and we'll catch you next time thank you peace out bye bye